everybody. What's up? I'm Tracy. <laughs> I'm Heaven. And this is another round with Heaven and Tracy. Hey. So on this week's episode, what are we doing? Everything. We're Everything. talking to the fantastical, amazing Hannah Georges. Yes. We should also do Drunken Debates again because... Yes. My mama said she enjoyed it. <laughs> All right. I'm very excited this week to be talking with a friend and writer I admire, uh, Hannah Georgis. That's the very Ethiopian way to pronounce it. <laughs> but if we are in mixed company, she probably will say Hannah Georgis. <laughs> well. So Hannah is a contributing writer for The Guardian Opinion, has freelance for a bunch of places, including BuzzFeed Ideas. And we're very excited to have you here. Thank Yay. you. I'm excited to be here, y'all. Hey. hey. This is a great continuation of the fantastic weekend that we had. We just gathered at a friend's house and we watched Living Single and yes. we ate pizza and we did each other's hair. And, and we drank bourbon. And, and we drank <laughs> much as we're a doing lot now. Of <laughs> <laughs> so we're so glad to have you here to keep the party going. Okay, so the piece you wrote for BuzzFeed Ideas is called Everything You Believe About East African Women Is Wrong. Um, and it kind of meditates on like your relationship to feminism and the women in your life and what it's like growing up with your understanding of what East African womanhood is and what you're told. So I'm going to have you read a little bit for us right now. Yeah, I co-wrote this with my friend Safi. So it was really wonderful to be able to do that. And this is a part from that. In the parts of East Africa our ancestors are from, warfare and political and religious tension prevent women from cultivating connections across borders. But in America, our experiences overlap in ways that illuminate our shared history. To be from East Africa is to bear the mark of our region's hurt and pain. We're called upon to explain famine and female genital mutilation, veils and victimhood. Our foremothers taught us that these scripts don't define us, even when prepackaged stereotypes offer us convenient roles to slip into. Their stories complicate the Western feminism that paints them as objects of rescue rather than subjects of agency. Ooh, speak beautiful. on it. Beautiful. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I kind of wanted to start with like maybe an even more broader question. Like how did you come to your feminism? Ooh. Yeah, it took me a long time to identify with the word feminism itself. Um, mm. But I feel like the way that I came to feminism as a concept or sort of as a way of understanding the world was kind of cliche. It's through my mom. Um, I saw my yeah. mom grow up and sort of hustle and make things work and build mm. things with her friends and just kind of make magic where the, where it felt like there was nothing, um, where we you know dealt with sort of the immigrant situations where you don't really know like the context of this country and it doesn't quite um, know how to make sense of you. And so I saw this woman who didn't have a context mm. um, create a world where I could thrive. And I was like, that's beautiful to me. And that's um, sort of how I learned the power of women in general was through her. Mm. Really quickly, can we get like a little bit of background on like your family life and where you're from? Because yeah. I know that we know you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not too <laughs> sure that our listeners have had the pleasure yet. Yeah. So I grew up in Southern California. Um, both of my parents came here from Ethiopia in the early 1980s. And so I've been back to Ethiopia a couple of times, but I've grown up here. So I've had, I kind of grew up in what felt like two different worlds at times, sort of mm. grew up in the Ethiopian community and in that very, um, that context that felt like we really wanted to preserve our culture um, and then also had to grow up as a kid in America. So like deal with all the cultural things associated with that. Is there, and this is just a question strictly for me because I know nothing <laughs> of California. It is a foreign land. Is there a large Ethiopian population in California? Yes, yes so, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think probably LA 
where I'm from, New York, Maryland, Virginia, the DMV, as we horribly say, yeah. <laughs> uh, and like maybe like Minneapolis, are how random are the like Texas. sort of and Texas Weirdly. are like the big hmm. Ethiopian migrant clumps. Yes, yeah. I I'm, once saw Injera at a Seven Eleven in DC. Oh, <laughs> so that, that speaks to the and very believable. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. just the prevalence of us there. I feel like Ethiopians and Eritreans in different pockets of the country all have different sort of. Uh, ways of being and ways of interacting with Americanness, um, and so that's been something that's in- been interesting to see as I've moved like out of my parents' house um, mm-hmm. and sort of moved around the country a little bit, just to see how that changes too. So this essay sort of began as a Twitter conversation. Yeah, tell uh, me about that. Like, what was the conversation like, and why did did it start? Yeah, so my friend Safi tweeted. Um, so the first tweet in the hashtag East African Feminism um, that she started was about her facilitating a conversation with herself, mm. and she was like, "Join if you wanna." Um, and so I saw her talking about that and I was like, this is great. I've never had a forum to think about these things or to sort of untangle some of the messiness of this. And so I joined in, a bunch of other people joined in. And before we knew it, it was almost this like East African cipher of sorts, just talking about Ooh, um, East African cipher. <laughs> <laughs> Should be an annual event at least. Yo. <laughs> so we started talking about all these things um, and people just chimed in with, what they felt like they had learned, what they wanted to see, um, and where where we might be able to build in the future. And that felt like a really beautiful space. And we didn't really know whether it would be an ongoing series or what it would be. Um, but Safi and I just kept talking about it mm. for a long time. And I went to Ethiopia in from December to January and came back. And we were like, we need to write about this. Um, and we need to do it together, kind of both to honor the way that we both took part in this conversation and to honor the way that our foremothers built collective mm. um, brilliance and collective knowledge. And so we want to be able to model that in the writing, too. There's an interesting place East African women have in popular imagination mm. and the black imagination in America, mm-hmm. especially in rap lyrics. Mm. <laughs> Young East African right. girl. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Clearly a lot for me to take in. It don't make sense. Young East African girl. You too busy fucking with your other man. I was trying to put you on game, put you on a plane, take you and your mama to the motherland. I could do it. Maybe one day. Like, I know that before I even knew that, like, Ethiopia was a place, I knew about yeah, Ethiopians yeah, yeah. because of rap <laughs> that music. Wild. It's crazy, right? Wow. Yeah. Um, there's a way that sometimes it's just East African, the umbrella term. Sometimes it's Ethiopian women names specifically. Yeah. Um, but what I found that's, like, really uncomfortable about that experience is that rappers and I think other folks in general, but rappers in particular, will name, like, these really specific features as yeah. being, like, endemic to all of East Africa, which, A, is false. Mm-hmm. And, B, they're all, they're all the features that are, you know, like, light skin, loosely curled hair, yeah. like, thin noses. Quote, unquote, good hair. Right, Quote right. unquote. Right, like, mm-hmm. what does that even mean? Yeah. Um, so... I also kind of uh, want to talk about your Tumblr, <laughs> which is called Ethiopian, Tumblr. the French spelling. I don't so know. it'd probably be pronounced Ethiopian, because <laughs> that's how the French do things. But I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> Ethiopian is what I'm going to say. You may so, have like the facial pronunciation right. It was beautiful. Full disclosure to our listeners, Han and I met because we both knew each other from Tumblr and you were the first internet friend I met in real life. Yeah, Aww. I think that you were the same thing for me too. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this who is met? this Ethiopian girl from who's going to this Ivy League school who's blogging about the same things I'm blogging about? <laughs> like, you know, I felt like we were the same person. Yeah, I felt so like seen, affirmed in kind of who I was and what I wanted to do because I saw another Ethiopian girl who cared about like race in particular. I mean, gender, yes. Yeah. Um, but race and kind of things that were happening, and I hadn't ever experienced that before, especially in California. 
And so I continue yeah. to feel affirmed. <laughs> You're kind of a Tumblr celebrity. Oh, God. <laughs> so what qualifies somebody to be Tumblr famous? Because I'm on Tumblr, but my expertise is in Twitter. <laughs> I would I'm not a Twitter yeah, expert. Yeah, yeah. Twitter, <laughs> being, claiming Twitter it, you are a Twitter expert. <laughs> I'm going to let you have that. Thanks. But I think Tumblr famous, I don't know. It's a little tricky. So this is what I mean about the different nooks. How would you describe the different nooks of Tumblr? Ecosystems. The different perhaps. ecosystems, yes. Um, Let me stop saying nooks. <laughs> <laughs> like little breakfast Tumblr. <laughs> so there's like, there's fandom Tumblr, which is like yes. a huge part of Tumblr. Mm. is like just geeking out about the things you love. Yeah, like, like Doctor Tumblr. Who, Supernatural, like yeah. lots of things, like just gifts and like yeah. all sorts of There's that black galore. Tumblr, mm-hmm. like people talk about black Twitter, but nobody's talking about black Tumblr. Yes. Black Tumblr. I'm writing something about black yes. Tumblr and like Blackout Day. I love it already. We're talk about that. Yeah. Um, um, so there's black Tumblr. There's like what I hesitantly call social justice Tumblr. Mm-hmm. There's aesthetic Tumblr that are yeah. people that just Tumblr. science Tumblr. Mm-hmm. So there's all these little nooks, but I think I would call you Tumblr famous in social justice Tumblr. Okay. Would you agree with that assessment? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think that black Tumblr and social justice Tumblr necessarily intersect, right? So that's where I feel like I sit, sort of. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fame or not, I don't know. That's that's to be determined. We'll be selling Hannah's autographs on uh, eBay. So I never assume people are on Tumblr. How would you describe people like Tumblr sensibility to other people who are not on it? Yeah, so Tumblr is like people who is really good for people who are introverted, mm-hmm. but th- like have like really good jokes and like really good like you know what I mean? where you're like True. I write really great puns, but I'm never gonna be in a party like hey guys want to listen up? I want to write it down and I want people to engage That's with true. it like that. That um, is such a great descriptor of yeah. Tumblr. That is perfect. When it comes to black Tumblr, the puns will be about different things or the yeah. jokes will be about different things. But I would say that's a pretty unifying characteristic. It's like kind of introverted. Yeah. I like, kind of describe it like awkward. Tina from Bob's Burgers. Yes. Like is the perfect encapsulation of what Tumblr is. Yeah. Mm. Awkward, like into butts, like <laughs> really into like objectifying yes. yeah. men. But also yes. really affirmed. A really affirmed, yeah. strong feminist. Tina's a fucking feminist. Absolutely. And as is like, Jean, for the record. Deals with social, <laughs> as is Jean, fucking love Jean. We're just going to talk about Bob's Burgers. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's just podcast. do that. <laughs> but yeah, like awkward, has this kind of like interesting sense of humor about her, feminist, teen girl. Like, you know, I think that's a pretty good encapsulation of Tumblr. Sarcastic. Yeah. If, White people hadn't ruined this word. I would also say sassy. <laughs> but they ruined that word. So I'm White not people did fuck up sassy. Yes. It is so you know sad. what I think about all the time when I think about Tumblr, though, is mm. DW from Arthur. Yes. <laughs> like, There's nerdy. So like, I have so DW much power because I have a library card. Yeah. Loki like, a bitch, but I love Loki. it. Like, she was so shady. <laughs> She's so shady. Like, Francine, why don't you go home and bother somebody else? <laughs> what? Like, that is like the yes. pre-K go home Roger. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> so Francine is definitely like not just a Tumblr user, but like for real Tumblr fans. Yeah. Like, so not. what kind of Tumblrs do you follow? Uh, mainly black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full disclosure, I started my Tumblr to be like African fashion. Mm-hmm. And like that is not the direction that it's in now. So I started it and I started off following like black fashion and like African blogs and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, just to kind of explore like black aesthetic tumblr yeah um and then i started finding james baldwin quotes and i was like oh i'm gonna be nerdy and like yeah. dig into this <laughs> um so it shifted a bit more but i would say yeah like young ish millennial black folks is like the majority of who i follow mm. um and some poetry blogs sort of things like that that kind of feel like i'm gonna get a cross-section of like gwendolyn brooks poetry but also like really funny vines yes oh that's such perfect a perfect mix. description of tumblr <laughs> of black tumblr <laughs> 
I see more brown people on Tumblr in one day than I probably see in media all my entire Yeah, absolutely. And that was, like, I started in college where I was in New Hampshire, and it was literally so meaningful to get get Mm. online and to see black folks just prosper and thrive and, like, smile and take selfies and, like, do, like, little everyday things that just feel kind of insignificant, Mm. you know, to people who have access to images of themselves. Mm. But for me, it was just like, oh, I exist and I deserve to take up space, um, whether it's in the online realm or otherwise. And there's, like, a Tumblr devoted to everything. Oh Every God. single thing. There's yes. a Tumblr I found recently of just black girls with really cool colored hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. I live, yo. Black I'm so mad I know that you are. Yes. <laughs> like there's a Tumblr for everything. Yeah. And that makes me so happy. And like for different body types, for like I just see much more diversity of people on my Tumblr than I ever do in media like the whole year. And there's such a huge, at least from like my dashboard, there's such a huge community of people who are like standing up and defending and protecting people Mm. of all different walks of life Mm. and like there are like teens who are like advocating for like trans women and I don't know like left-handed one-legged like whatever you know like every single type of person and I'm just like the kids today if I can sound like an old (laughs) fogey the youth today are just like so much smarter than I think at least the ones on Tumblr Tumblr is also the place where Blackout Day first started so recently there was the second installation of something called Blackout Day on Tumblr the first one was in March and Blackout Day was basically a day to just post pictures of black people and black things and blackness and just kind of flood the social media world with pictures of us being beautiful and being adults and being babies and funny videos and everything and I got my entire yes my whole feed was dominated by it all was these nothing but black people which never ever happens like yeah. anywhere you know like with the the entertainment world like if you want nothing but black people you got to watch Centric or BET <laughs> you know but what I mean BET really you know message (laughs) but that to me speaks to the power of tumblr as well like there's just like this undercurrent of like people and minds who really want to change the way that people think and like really just like tear down the structures from like the root point yeah i think the really beautiful thing about blackout day is that it's not so a lot of people who participate in blackout day are also having intense conversations about racism and about all these structures that inform the way that we live our lives and the beautiful thing about blackout day is it's a chance to sort of celebrate it's like you're beautiful and i see you we're beautiful Mm -hmm. and let's like really celebrate that and really um celebrate one another and i think that that's something that i'm trying to be intentional about this year is just celebrating blackness and celebrating Mm. black people in my life Mm. um and just like how beautiful that is and starting from a place of affirmation rather than um always a place of resistance which yeah. is important or like always responding to something right, or, right. Yeah, let's just make things on our own terms exactly yeah. exactly it's also a chance to like at least briefly feel like you're the majority oh. in a really 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 white world <laughs> yes. yeah and what i really love is like when all the white people start complaining about like ugh. <laughs> You know, so many black people, I can't find like my normal thing. Welcome to how we live every, every single day. day. Tell us more about how it also, sucks to not see yourself reflected. Someone was complaining on your about media channels. Why isn't there a whiteout day? And then <laughs> someone whited out with whiteout, you know, <laughs> their entire post <laughs> and erased that shit. <laughs> um, okay, so Tumblr's a really earnest face, which I love. Yes. It's one of the most earnest spaces on the internet, I think. I think people are their most earnest selves in that platform. And I really love, they have great discussions about race and mental health. And like, this, these are all not like discrete parts of Tumblr. It's like right. the One Direction fandoms are also reblogging things about feminism and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? But 
There are things I don't like about Tumblr, <laughs> and I'm sure you feel the same. Oh, certainly. Uh, what are some of the things you're like not feeling about Tumblr? Oh God. Um, Where to begin? <laughs> right. <laughs> Tumblr. I love you, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Tumblr will really cling to a joke for a long <laughs> time. <laughs> That's true. Like, that is a small thing in the grand scheme of reasons to not yeah, like yeah, a social yeah. networking totally. site. But there are times where I'm like, this meme has been going on <laughs> yeah. for months. I think we got to collectively the, like, say goodbye. Life of a <laughs> meme on Twitter is like a few hours a oh, day, yeah. maybe. Yeah. On Tumblr, it's like months, months. because on Tumblr <laughs> they like live forever, right? Yeah. yeah and because there. not everybody follows the same people, it just yeah. takes a while to mm-hmm. circulate through your feed. Yeah. And I think Tumblr is much more visual than Twitter. So yes. people, yeah. I mean, the kind of creativity that you can have when you're a visually oriented site is much different than when you're primarily text. Yeah. I think an interesting way to look at it is like sometimes the relationship Reddit has to Tumblr. Because <laughs> mm. those are all basically the same demographic, but has very different orientations to each other. Mm. So Reddit is the place, whenever I see a post of mine linked in Reddit, I know there's racist trash coming yeah. my yep. way. Yeah, yeah. Ab- Whenever Reddit. I see yeah. something linked on yeah. Tumblr, I'm like, oh, some dope people found it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> so I just, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, actually, what it means to be a woman and particularly a black woman online. When I see a certain amount of people on my blog at a particular moment, if it's mm. higher than usual, and I suspect that it's Reddit users, like I actually feel fear in yeah. my body. Like, and Absolutely. there's something, there, that's what Reddit does is like, it's the like little brother, hot pockets in the basement playing video games, mm-hmm. like spewing venom about women and like people of color part yeah. of the internet. Yeah. yeah. No offense. And that's like offense. not unique to Tumblr. It's not Tumblr's that's fault the that these people yeah. exist. Yeah. Like, it's white supremacy's large. fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not, I can't yeah. put that on Tumblr. Yeah. But yeah. I think there's a certain kind of response from white people and ignorant people that has come from mm. the social justice side of Tumblr. Mm-hmm. There's a way that like, this generation's get off my lawn, you damn hippies has become <laughs> like get off my lawn social justice users. Yeah. yeah. But they were, again, they were always going to be there and that's why it's supremacy. That's not, that's yeah, not that's Tumblr. Not Tumblr. Yeah. We're still going to frolic on Tumblr. Yeah. Yes, trust. <laughs> Hannah, you are amazing and fantastic. You have on amazing earrings today. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you look great, Slay. Yes. <laughs> we would be very honored if you would stay and hang out and referee us during our second installment of Drunken Debates because we're going to need a referee. Oh, yes, but it gets crazy. <laughs> All right. Yes. I would be delighted to do that. Um, okay. So... What would you like to plug before we get into Drunken yes, Debates? Yes, what are you doing? What are you what writing? Are you, where oh, where um, can people find you? Uh, so on Tumblr, <laughs> as you might imagine. Um, it's just ethiopian.com and also ethiopian um, is my Twitter name. So I'm lurking on there as well. So that ending is E-N-N-E. Yes. French, yes, right? like yes. I, Somebody Ethiopian. once read it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody once read it Ethiopene and I was like, you know, I like Girl. pasta. <laughs> I, like, I could be down with that. <laughs> I'm not that. even mad at that. I wasn't. I was like, all right, all right let's, let's yes, go can with I it. Get the Ethiopian, please. Right. But that's not how that's spelled. So, no. <laughs> all right. So, Ethiopian on Tumblr and Twitter. Yes, mm-hmm. and you can look out for you on the Guardian and yes. all over the Plus place. Be just here and there. All right, it's our second installment of Drunken Debates. I currently hold the crown, the belt, the title, <laughs> barely for <laughs> Drunken Debate Master Mistress. Drunken sure, Debates yeah. is an absurdist game where we debate random nouns. <laughs> That's, it's drunk. exactly what it sounds like. Uh, and we're drunk. Okay, so you got what now? I have cats. So you have to argue for cats. Mm-hmm. I am arguing that street meat oh. is better than cats. <laughs> Three minutes for the first two rounds, God one minute it. for the last one. All right. You may go first. Okay. All right. 
There's a reason <laughs> why cats were the most esteemed animals in the Egyptian empire. Oh, we going all the way back. Because cats are the fucking shit. Okay. If I had a personality and was an animal, I'd be a fucking cat. Mm. They don't give a fuck about what anybody <laughs> thinks. They're just walking around the planet like, ooh, who gonna tell me something? Mm. Cats don't give a fuck. They are like basically Rihanna in animal form. Ooh. Mm. You know what? I agree with you. Cats don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. That's what's wrong with cats. <laughs> cats don't respect you. They don't care about you. They see you as a food provider and nothing more. Cats are not happy when you get home from a long day. You want something to cuddle you. Cats are like, hey, this kibble though. Do cats eat kibble? What? This meow mix. Where my meow mix? Street meat, however, on the other hand, loves you like the first person you fell in love with before Ooh. they fucked you over and you were all jaded. It's just love. You got $5 in your pocket. You have an entire meal. It's halal. You can get you some chicken. You can get you some lamb. Some falafel. Okay. If you're into <laughs> Street meat is cool, but it definitely depends on where you get it. It's so contingent. Whereas cats are so fucking consistent. They that's don't true. give a fuck about anyone ever. <laughs> and once again, that's the problem with cats. Every <laughs> no, cat no, that no, you no. meet is horrible. You're, you're mistaking aloofness for dislike. Okay. Cats love you, but what they show, they're clean creatures. They're disrespectful. No. They are. I would not say disrespectful. They, hate you. <laughs> they do. And a lot of people I know have gotten sick off street meat. Like, a lot of people I know are allergic to cats <laughs> and their <laughs> shitty attitudes. <laughs> Street meat is great, but it's not consistent. Whereas cats, they're consistently flawless. They clean themselves because they're like, uh, I'm stunting right now. I'm walking through. Never Paws all over. Cats are consistently dicks. No. They are. If you, okay, if your boo was a cat. <laughs> what? Oh, 30 seconds left. You wouldn't be able to, to, you wouldn't be able to do that because you need love. Love is attention. Love is affection. Love is warmth. Have you love ever been around a cat, acknowledging your Tracy? presence. <laughs> I was around a cat very recently. <laughs> that cat didn't care about me. I tried. You were there. You saw it. I have a picture of me trying to love this cat. cat Listen, didn't care. Cats are the one pet. That I'm like, I bangs with you. I've had and better street meat note, in my life. Unfortunately, it, Tracy, I'm going to have to give it to yes! because, because. Because. Because you like cats. I, don't, I actually don't like cats really very much at all. But calling anything the Rihanna of the animal world. Exactly. And, exactly. Then, and then Tracy, to be honest, when you said if your boo was like a cat. Then I was just thinking about Rihanna being my boo. Yeah, you really handed it to heaven. I'm sorry. I follow a Tumblr called Gay for Rihanna. <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to make it clear that Rihanna was my downfall, not the cat. <laughs> not the street meat. Okay. All right. All right. I'm Next okay topic. with it. Next right. topic. Next. We're picking. Kevin, what you got? I have line dances. Mm. <laughs> what do you have, Tracy? Mm. I have clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. Uh, line dances? Evan, you don't even like line dances. Okay, don't ruin my debate. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I would love to start. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Are we going? Okay. Bam. Picture this. You're a child. Okay. You're at the circus. You're at a parade. 
you know what I'm saying, you're you're looking for something fun and whimsical sure. to make you laugh, <laughs> make you feel better. Uh-huh. You got balloons, yeah, balloons are cool. You can pop a balloon, balloon dies. What you gonna do? It's a loud sound. It scares you. You're not okay. Anxiety for an anxious child, balloons are not your friend. You have uh, True. acrobats, I guess. You know, whatever. They're kind of boring. But from the distance emerges a fun-loving human with a painted-on smile. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Painted-on <laughs> smile. Just there to make you happy, tell you jokes, make you little balloon animals. A clown's only purpose and dedication in life is to make you feel good and make you smile because that's what a clown loves. Clowns love happiness and mirth. <laughs> And doing good in the world. That's Happy wild. To be mad at happiness. That's wild because they fail at that every time. <laughs> Mirth is never something I associate with a clown. <laughs> Line dances on the other hand, full of fucking mirth. <laughs> As a person who is very bad at dancing but dances anyway, line dances are my savior. You can do the electric slide, you can do the wobble. And, like, not have any skills. <laughs> and that's where I shine. And that's where everyone shines. At a wedding, you know what you want? A fucking line dance, not a fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But if you could have a clown at a wedding. No. No one would want that. <laughs> I would be into it. I would be like, oh, oh, bae, listen, the only thing that shines brighter than I love right now is this clown making balloon animals. <laughs> For the cheering, <laughs> they would just—it would just complete my wedding if I had it. <laughs> Every element of clown school, clown face paint, clown performances is fucking creepy. I disagree. I'm gonna have to disagree as well, Heaven. I'm sorry. <gasps> I don't love clowns, but but line dancing is terrible. What? And, and I don't what? feel that you've successfully made the oh case. My God. However, <laughs> I can't believe this. I Wait, there was a however. Yeah, I've been given reason to reconsider my moratorium on clowns, courtesy of Tracy's usage oh of the word mirth alone. Oh my God! So, this is wild. Oh my God. I'm very attention, sorry. This is disrespectful. I'm very clowns. sorry both to you and to myself for having to make this judgment. <laughs> oh my okay, God. Okay, that's it. Tracy. Wow. If, if the clown industry is listening, <laughs> hire me as your PR person because I hate you. <laughs> and yet hate she clowns. still did the job. Okay, let, whatever. Yes. Let's Woo! go to the next one. One minute apiece. <sighs> or one minute total. I got Heaven, grape flavored things. <laughs> <laughs> I got dried fruit. <laughs> Heaven, you may start. Okay. One minute on the clock. Woo! Pressure, pressure. Okay. There's a picture <laughs> of Greek mythology. And you know what's happening? A so- picture of all of Greek mythology? A white Greek mythology woman. <laughs> what is happening? Is <laughs> feeding you grapes. I think the word we're looking for is goddess. <laughs> a goddess. A goddess is feeding you grapes. That is definitely the word I was looking for. And I, I was honestly you. reaching in my mind for that word. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. A green white woman. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no surprise that all of the like candy flavors have a grape flavored thing. Because they want to recreate that moment. It's a moment of magic. Okay. It's beautiful. All right. Here's the problem. Grape-flavored things do not taste like grapes. It doesn't matter. They're their own thing. That's a lie. It's a lie, <laughs> Heaven. It does matter. It's a lie, but it's a lie everyone loves. No, not true. <laughs> not true. There's a strong contingent of grape-flavored thing truthers <laughs> who contend 
that if a thing does not taste like actual grapes, you can't call it a grape. Uh, if I a agree. thing doesn't I taste agree. like actual fruit, fucking dried fruit okay, as a fucking fine. snack. You're right. You're right. Disrespectful. However, <laughs> however, have you ever experienced a dried mango? Them bitches taste like mangoes, but sweeter no. and drier. I'm okay. not gonna. <laughs> I'm not even gonna you co-sign this that. in any way. This fine. This fine. But no matter what dried fruit tastes like, you put them in your salad. Bam. No. Instant upgrade. No, absolutely Instant not. Upgrade. Instant upgrade. Downgrade. Have you, you ever wrong. tasted fucking dried apple chips? That shit is <laughs> nasty. So the good thing Tastes about like that. Tastes like trash. Tastes there, like fucking preservatives. There is a plethora of dried fruits that you can enjoy. You don't have to just eat dried apples. You don't have to just eat dried papaya. You can eat dried anything fruity. <laughs> any dried fruit That makes me want world. to grow up. But <laughs> any grape flavor thing that you choose does not tastes like grapes it tastes like a lie guess who else lies <laughs> the government guess what else the government is okay. racist okay Tracy you win fine <laughs> are you fucking kidding me I'm sorry she's at the government live you know where my loyalties are I can't I can't go against that yes I can't say my loss again I can't believe I lost my clowns I know I'm sorry I'm embarrassed I'm embarrassed Hannah, thank you so much for being our referee. Hi, you are the best. Yes. Thanks, y'all. So who are you riding around for this week, Tracy? Oh, my gosh. Talk to me. So recently, BET aired Black Girls Rock, mm-hmm. which is like the best thing that BET has ever done. Easily. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. Like across the board, the best thing they've ever done. It's if you're not familiar, it's basically just a bunch of black black mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. gender specific women, girls who are doing amazing things. Um, it's basically an award show for dope black women, which is all, it I've, is. all, all I've wanted in life. Why has it taken so long for this to happen? We I know this, why. Yeah, I but mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but Michelle Obama was on Black Girls Rock. Mm-hmm. If for some reason you are not aware, Michelle Obama <laughs> is. <laughs> The first lady of the damn United States of America. Yes. And she she gave this amazing speech, but like the fact that she was there, mm, period. Yeah. On stage, national television. Yeah. Saying to black girls that they are amazing yeah. and important and talented and beautiful. Actually, I would love to play a segment. To all the young women here tonight and all across the country, let me say those words again. Black girls rock. We rock. We rock. (laughs) No matter who you are, no matter where you come from, you are beautiful. You are powerful. You are brilliant. You are funny. (laughs) Let me tell you, I am so proud of you. My husband, your president, is so proud of you. I was watching it and I was just like, I can't believe that this is happening right Mm. now. I can't believe that the first lady of the United States Mm. is on TV telling black girls that they matter. Yeah. And And identifying herself as a black girl. Yes. Like, that is huge. And you know Michelle Obama fucking slays. And I had the idea that like, I mean, I don't have any kids, but I have like a thousand nieces and nephews. Mm. I want to sit down with my nieces. And nephews. Fuck it. I mean, boys need to know this, too. I want to sit down with my nieces and nephews and, like, if I ever have kids, 
sit down with them too and just literally play her speech and yeah. make a party of it, like an yeah. actual celebration. Yes. Food, music, dancing, and just like affirmation. Yeah. It black was amazing. Girls rock. Uh, my yes. first lady is a black girl. Yes. And she's proud of it. She's not ashamed of it. She she like points to that as like a key to her success. You know, and she also talked about like the hurdles of like being a black girl and being like, you know, in school, she was worried that she raised her hand too much in mm. class. Is she too loud? Is she do this and do that? And I feel like setting up those hurdles that a lot of black girls face and counteracting them with what she did to overcome them. Mm. Also, she was like, my husband, your president, <laughs> is proud of you. Yeah, I was like, Slay. you better know who you are and where you came from. <laughs> Hannah's twerking in the background. So appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. So that's who I'm buying around for. Michelle, girl. Me we and got you. you. I we love got it. you, girl. Cheers to Michelle. Bam. It's springtime now. It's yes. finally springtime finally. in fucking New York. And there's a song that always gets me in the mood for spring. And it's this song by Chance the Rapper. And it's his cover of the Arthur theme song. It could be. So Chance the Rapper, I'm like never up on like new people. Uh-huh. I feel like you're more onto new people than I am. So like I kind of look to you for like I like get stuff. all my new people from Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody on Tumblr put me on to Chance the Rapper. And Chance the Rapper's dope, even though he has that name. <laughs> <laughs> Chance the Rapper like, always reminds me of that season of Flavor of Love. Yeah, with Chance. Or not Flavor of Love. <laughs> Uh, I love New York on yeah, VH1. Yeah. And one guy's name was Chance. He was a rapper. He was terrible. He had this alpha S <laughs> curl. Yeah. Bless his heart. Though. Very different from this dude. Yeah. Chance the Rapper is actually a great rapper. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm never up on new people, but he's like two mixtapes in, and that's how everybody knows him. Mm. So he's, oh, he's never had an actual album, just mixtapes? Just mixtapes. So he's doing this interesting thing where he's a very young person. He's 20. And. Wow. Oh my gosh. I what know. was I doing at 20? <laughs> he has a bunch of cool like records he's also doing this cool thing with this like music collective he's a part of called the social experiment so that's like he's been on tour with the social experiment Mm -hmm. and they've been performing the song live like a cover of the arthur theme song Hmm. and they finally released like a studio version of that cover like a while ago Mm -hmm. but it's just the fact that it's spring right now that i like i love listening to it and the fact that it exists yeah it's kind of dope yes Uh, awesome so he's been like on the come up i don't i don't even know if it's fair to say he's on the come up he's here Mm -hmm. he's met with jay-z with madonna with justin bieber like he has songs with a bunch of people but he's unsigned uh, oh, really? Like he made a very dis- uh, like it's very clear that he made a very distinct choice to not be signed right now. And I just love this cover so much. It, I send it to all my friends. Just listen to it right now. Believe in yourself, but that's the place to start. I love it so much. I'm just so excited for spring. So cheers to Chance. Cheers to Chance. And Michelle Obama. Heaven. Hey. Guess what? What? We did it again. Hey. Ah! 
Everybody, thank you so much for sitting in with us through another drunken episode of Another <laughs> Round. I would like to thank my amazing, beautiful, strong, talented co-host, who is also a black girl who rocks, just like my first lady. Aww. Heaven, I'm so glad that you're here and oh, that you're doing I appreciate this with me. That, Same to Hannah Georgies, <laughs> who is blowing us kisses in the Yay. background. Also, a thank you to Julia, who is our production person, lady ma'am of the Pot Squad, <laughs> who kept us good and drunk yes. for the entire episode. Yes. Paul from Argo Studios, who's holding us accountable for everything. For everything. I love it. Jenna. Our mom, basically, (laughs) is not here today. I hope that she is proud of the work that we've done. We (laughs) missed you like air, like water. Yeah. And thanks to you for listening. Yes. We hope you love it. We've had such a great week. Oh, my gosh. We get the like the best tweets. I know. And it's hard to respond to all of them. Twitter, Facebook, email. At another round for all of them. Yeah. Another um, round of uh, BuzzFeed.com. If you're really, really, really into this podcast, and I feel like at least five people are, <laughs> at the very least five people are, um, subscribe on iTunes and also leave a comment and rate us, preferably with five stars. But be <laughs> honest. Be true to yourself. Hopefully yourself wants to give us five stars. Um, so My favorite can... one star review is the first person who's, who gave us one star said, political (laughs) (laughs) which is wow that's amazing i love it that's my favorite one star review it is a really good one yeah it is thank you we love that's what we aim for thank you to political person yeah we appreciate you bye Till I'm done growing up And when I'm going down I'm gonna go down Swinging my heart still smiling And my heart still singing